Hello and welcome to another episode of The Marketing Munchies, the podcast where we try and satisfy your appetite for marketing knowledge in less than 30 minutes. Today, I'm joined once again by LJ. Welcome, LJ. Hello. And you're the perfect guest for today's episode because we're talking Google algorithm updates. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm guessing this is something that as an SEO expert, you're always trying to stay on top of. Sounds, feels like there's always Google algorithm updates to, uh, to, to keep up with, but what can you tell us about some of the more recent, uh, Google algorithm updates? Oh my God. These are like an earthquake yeah. <laughs> that just happened in the SEO space. Um, so algorithm updates, they happen on daily basis by the way. Mm. Uh, but we have something that is called core algorithm update, uh, which are, we don't know when they happen. Uh, Google rarely announces before they actually happen, but you can tell when it's literally like an earthquake. Something mm. happens and you start to see the rankings dropping or you start to see the traffic dropping and you're like, what is going on? So mm. the first thing as an SEO expert, you jump into the chatter, you jump into Twitter and that's when you know, okay, there's something going on. There is an algorithm update. Mm. So since the beginning of this year, Google has been really active. Mm. There has been two core algorithm updates uh, plus the one that happened end of last year. So in a span of for less than six months, there has been three core updates that have happened and um, they definitely had an impact on a lot of people's websites. Some websites were ranking uh, on the first page, suddenly disappeared from the top 10 pages on Google. Yeah. Um, and those three core updates are focusing mainly on quality. Um, so as we discussed before, it's now the focus for Google is really on the quality of content, the quality of backlinks. So the update that happened at the end of last year, mm. it was all about backlinks. They were making sure that, you know, no spammy backlinks uh, were happening. And at the beginning of this year, the two updates are actually content. So yeah. the first update that happened in February was around uh, review websites. So it doesn't mean that, you know, you're one of those websites that provides reviews. But even if you're a website that is selling products or selling um even if it's a one product, mm. you are considered as a product review website. Yeah, right. So it's important that you mention all the important things about your website, about your product. Why would people want to come to you versus your competitors? Mm. And that was the update in February and the last one in March, which was literally on the 15th of March. It was just mainly content. Mm. So... Um, it was focusing on the quality of the content. Mm -hmm. It was focusing on questions that you ask yourself. If I am my customer, yeah. would I find the relevant information that I want? Mm. Would I share your website? Would I bookmark your website to come back to it? And would I find all the answers to my questions? So yeah. if your website doesn't provide that, mm. you have lost rankings <laughs> yeah so i mean you know from reading about it, it was called literally the helpful content update right so yeah. i guess it does what it says on the tin it's really about making sure that the uh, results that it serves up to people who are searching for a particular query are going to get the links that are going to most likely help them um with whatever it is that they're, they're searching for, right? So, so as, you know, from a technical SEO perspective, what are the things that you're looking for in your client campaigns um, to help them achieve that, that aim and, and either 
regain or gain the ranking or maintain it? So the number one thing for us from a technical point of view, first of all, when like some of our clients lost rankings Mm. because of that. So the first thing that we did was check the technical um, issues of the website. Uh, We go to search console, we check, are there any flags, any warnings Mm. done by Google? If not, you know that it's it's really about the content on your website. Mm. Um, And you check the speed of the website, make sure that everything is fine. If not, then it's definitely all about the content. Mm. Um, So what we usually do is we look at the new websites that got higher authority or got new rankings, basically. Mm. Um, and we see what they've done differently. Um, and that was the exercise that we did for the clients that lost um, some of their rankings, where we checked the websites that gained more ranking and we saw what was different and why did they gain that um, those new rankings versus our client who lost the ranking and then that's when you assess uh so some of the things that we we noticed was uh frequently asked questions yeah so um if you don't have frequently asked questions on your homepage or on your website you might have been affected by it mm. it's not a, a necessity but it is something that we've noticed has happened and just a disclaimer like google they never tell you exactly mm. what you need to do it's just speculations and you just compare uh where you are versus your competitors um the other thing that uh affected the ranking as well was the quality of the content Mm. so if you had content that was written based on the previous seo rules where they were written to just um you know satisfy the robots or include enough keywords those lost rankings as well so Mm. if your content didn't have meaningful information and answers to actual human beings asking or wondering why should choose your product or service uh then you lost rankings um and i guess the third thing that we've noted is as well it doesn't matter how much content or how much copy you have on a website i mean and and that's something that google confirms all the time Mm. uh it doesn't matter if you have two thousand words and your competitor has one thousand five hundred words on their home page if you're not providing that value yeah so a lot of people fall into that trap where they say, okay, my competitors all write around 2,000 or 2,500 words um, and I try to beat them, but my copy is it's horrible or meaningful or mm. doesn't provide value. So it doesn't really matter that much. Yeah. And Google keeps confirming that to all SEO experts saying, don't focus on the quantity, just focus on the quality of what you're writing. Yeah. So... Yeah, those are the main things that you should look into. The other thing as well is reviews. So that's an important part of a website. And I guess it goes back to the EAT, which is showing, you know, your your expertise as well and how people are saying um, that you are authentic and you're providing good data and good services, really. Mm. Um, So if you have uh, Google reviews, maybe implement them into your uh, website if you can. I understand that there are some industries that you can't really do that, but if you can... Mm just do it um uh, the other thing as well is making sure that your content serves the purpose of your service um so again put yourself in in your customer's shoes and if you find your information relevant simple easy to read yeah 
then you'll definitely be rewarded by Google. And if your content is hard to read, just written for <laughs> robots, yeah. then you're definitely going to lose your ranking. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you mentioned that acronym EAT uh, earlier there. So so just for those who might be listening to the first time, what, 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 what's that acronym stand for? Uh, so the acronym stands for, so it's E-E-A-T, yeah. uh, expertise, experience, authority and trustworthiness. Yeah. So basically what Google's saying there, if you can showcase those four things in your copy, um, it's going to go a long way, provided your website's technically sound, it loads, it loads quickly um, and it's easy to read. Um, you've got the best possible chance of ranking well for the the related search terms. Correct. And then the other thing that we've noticed as well, so there is something that's called meta titles. For those of you who don't know what it is, it's basically uh, just a little description that you write so um, robots can see them and then that will show up on the search page. Uh, So Google has, I don't know what they're doing, but now they are picking their own meta titles from the website so even if you have written your own meta title but the algorithm or the the robots think that there is better content on your website that describes that right keyword then they will show that content right so if if uh if your website showing up for a search term that maybe you hadn't intended it to rank for google is now sort of picking content out from the page that 100%. better answers that particular query and is it is it literally copied and pasted like is it copied from the content on the website or are they using some sort of ai to write their own description no i think it's a copy it's okay. just a copy from the website so whatever google thinks is best for that particular keyword so let's say in our space let's say uh you wrote about your uh copywriting costs yeah uh, and you didn't intend it to be a keyword but google found enough information on your page that talks about that keyword yeah so that will show up on the search yeah right and suddenly you either get more uh you get rewarded and then suddenly you're showing up on the search yeah or you lost that because your your copy doesn't really mention anything yeah, so there's this sort of balance to be as detailed as you possibly can but also be sort of concise as well and make sure that what when you write something, it's sort of punchy enough that Google might pick this up as a nice short answer that could either be picked up as one of its featured snippets at the, at the yeah. top of the page um, or hot well enough that your actual website will, will be one of the top, you know, first page, first page listed um websites that that query exactly so that's why as we spoke at the start don't whenever you're writing your content don't think about it from your point of view but Mm. think about it from your customer's point of view what are the things that they would be looking for and make sure that you have answers for them on your website yeah and i think that's just a really good principle to follow in any sort of marketing that you do you know whether that's copy for for a website you know you always want to make sure that the the content that's served up to your customer is going to speak directly to them and answer their queries or help them get to a better place of understanding as to why your products or your services are the best fit for them and their needs at that particular point in time i think you know it's a it's a very easy trap for a lot of businesses to fall into to think that all the copy all the marketing has to be about how great we are 
how oh. you know why why <laughs> we're the best and the best way of doing that is by demonstrate is by showcasing to your customer that you can solve their issues whether that's by uh, showcasing case studies of, of work that you've done in the past yep. whether that's like you said including the Google reviews in within the copy or, or embedding those reviews on your website somehow because that's also going to help build that authority and that trust um, which are obviously two of the key elements that Google's looking for in in your copy i mean you've you've spoken about the number of core updates that have happened recently and it sounds like from what you're saying these are quite a lot to have happened in such a short period of time yeah what do you think is driving google to to push out these updates so much more frequently is it something as simple as you know the 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 um, the the wider use of AI, for example, making it a lot easier for people to publish content. Do they feel like they need to do more updates to keep up with the amount of stuff being published now? That's a very good question, and unfortunately, we I don't think anyone has the answer to it. But I think the main, probably the main issue that everyone is facing at the moment is exactly what you said. Mm. Um, there are so many tools that makes it so easy for people just to write any content and mm. any copy. And I guess at the end of the day, because of all the different platforms that we're having at the moment, like, come on, TikTok, if it stays and mm. if it doesn't get banned, it has become one of the most um, powerful search engine tools as well. Mm. Uh, you have the likes of Bing as well that they are working with the uh, ChatGPT, I think, yeah. or they've implemented, they've implemented another their own AI search, yeah, AI thing, search yeah. tool for it. So Google is under so much pressure to show authentic information. And I think what happened in the past few years with the wrong information being uh, uploaded to different websites or uploaded to different social media platforms, whether it was with elections in the in America or uh, during the time of COVID where uh, just wrong information was everywhere. Um, and just the wrong websites were ranking on the first page that didn't really provide value. And mm. I think Google, they're really heading towards providing value to their customers because that's that's the shift that you see. So it's not just about... Um, it started with the great user journey, mm. then the speed of the website, and then the backlinks, and now they're focusing on content. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as we said before, it's what you need as a user now. And I think with the search, um, with the voice search that is coming up as well, mm. uh, you probably just want like good, real answers mm. for any query or any question that you have so it's so unfortunate that you see um horrible websites with horrible content ranking on the first page whereas mm. really good content and good quality content is not being rewarded by google and mm. they just don't even show up yeah yeah um you you've talked a bit about backlinks today uh, and you mentioned, you know, they're, they're really trying to clamp down on spammy backlinks. So what do you mean by a spammy backlink? How do you get a really good backlink? What are some of the things that, that you do to help your clients with that sort of stuff? So uh, spammy backlinks are basically backlinks or links that are built for your website on other websites that mm -hmm. don't have authority. Yeah. Or they can be low quality directories or low quality websites and it's just a backlink referring to your website mm. and a lot of um, digital marketing experts out there they focus on the quantity of them and mm. it's really about the quality so the way that you should do it as 
per Google is to reach out to other websites. Yeah. So let's say, you know, we are in the digital marketing space. So I go to big websites who are who have trust and authority with Google, let's say moz.com. Mm, mm. And I tell them, hey, can you put this article for me? Mm. And you should write this amazing content and then just give it to them. So yeah. if the admin of the of the website likes it, they will post it and refer to your website. Yeah. So that's the legal way of um, building backlinks. Yeah. And it's called outreach as well because you're outreaching to mm, mm. admins or bloggers with really high authority websites uh, and they will write for you. Or for example, I can reach out to Forbes.com yeah. and say, hey, um, this is something that we've done at MobiWeb yeah. and uh, this is something that we're really good at. Can you please write about it? And this is the article for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, there are uh, providers as well. So other bloggers, mm. uh, let's, let's call it as a marketplace, just like Facebook marketplace, where yeah. they um, post their websites. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they are bad, mm. but their job as a blogger is to improve their website uh, authority, the mm -hmm. quality of the content they post. So you as a business, you can choose to post an article for them. So instead of having to do the research and look for different providers, mm. you have a marketplace uh, that provides that service. So that's so how the marketplace connects people with high authority websites, with people who are looking to have their content published Correct. on those high yeah. authority websites but i guess you still need to again whether you're writing that content for your own website yeah. or for someone else to then link back to yours i guess that helpful content quality content piece is sort of what's going to be the most important thing here a hundred percent and there are a lot of backlink providers so bloggers um that wouldn't publish your article if they don't think it's good enough yeah. because that's the end of the day it's their uh, website it's, quality yeah. and it's their reputation so that's why we focus on on the quality and there are some bloggers that will happily write something for you as well mm. and then the topic is doesn't have to be about you again we go back to don't sell yourself and be like oh i'm the best just show people why mm. they um, require your services and it's the same just write a piece of, of content that talks about your industry that shows that you are an industry leader mm. and that's what will make it a good backlink article yeah and and so with your clients when you know obviously we work together on quite a few clients and we sort of plan out their content and, and work out what we need to be talking about but you know how do you from from a pure seo perspective how do you sort of approach that content planning phase to make sure that you know, the content that we then go and get written up or that we put together for these clients is going to tick the boxes for, for Google. So first of all, making sure that your keywords are correct mm -hmm. for your target audience. Uh, check what clicks you're getting. So what terms people are using and how they're reaching to your website. So mm -hmm. that's the important base thing that you should be doing. Mm -hmm. The other thing is looking at the competitors and looking at even if you're not ranking on the first page, but look at the other competitors and the people that are ranking on the first page. See what they have done differently. See why Google has rewarded them mm. uh, versus yourself. Mm. And make sure that you follow um, the guidelines that were um, shared by Google because Google will tell you and if you check their blogs they will tell you what to do uh, and make sure that you are uh, providing that quality content providing that uh, quality information because that's how you will be rewarded yeah and I guess from my point of view when it comes to working out what that quality information should look like it's always great to be in touch with 
your customer facing mm-hmm. staff have an understanding of what queries are they getting about your product, your service, what feedback are they getting about how your product or service is helping the customers, talk to your salespeople who are out there and are actually fielding objections yep. from potential clients like what are the thing what are the questions they're asking before they ultimately decide yes I'm going with this option or no I'm not uh, and then make sure that the content that you produce for your marketing channels in this case your you know your website for, yep. for SEO purposes is proactively answering those questions because yeah I, I'm a big believer in speaking to the people that you know are in your target audience and really learning about what they want to know about you your product your service your business before they make that purchasing decision Mm -hmm. and just make sure that wherever possible you're proactively answering those questions so that they don't need to wait to ask the salesperson or to call up they're sort of being proactively answered they're calling you you know from a much warmer state or they're starting that buying interaction from a much warmer state and more likely to convert once they've found found your website right so yeah i think they're probably important things to think about as well from a quality slash helpful content point of view couldn't agree more and and you know you're the superstar of doing that (laughs) because our mutual clients have actually gained rankings with the latest update and that shows you the power of of content whereas some others that just are solely dependent on the backlink strategy without thinking of their content and they were ranking for so long have actually uh lost their rankings and were affected versus our clients that you know Mm. um we work mutually on they actually gained rankings and became um position one and two you know with the latest update yeah yeah all right well we'll we'll throw to some questions and answers so lj you're our you're our expert on on this one so i'll ask you the questions Mm -hmm. um you you know you mentioned before that you've seen examples of where clients have been affected by a um a core update so what are the things you're constantly monitoring for to see if a a core update has happened and b if it's affected the ranking of of your client so number one it's always checking the rankings on regular basis i know you don't be obsessed about your rankings and and fluctuations happen so if you were position two and you drop to four that's not an actual drop it's a fluctuation and it happens all the time because as we mentioned at the start there are regular uh, algorithm updates so you know make sure that y- you are on top of everything when it comes to ranking but don't be obsessed with them uh, when it's a problem is when you lose 10 or more uh, spots mm-hmm. that's when you realize there's a problem uh, if you realize that oh my god I've lost rankings for so many keywords then there's a problem first thing check Google search uh, console mm-hmm. If there are no warnings, no, um, you weren't penalized by Google, then look at Twitter mm. and there's a, probably a, a, an update that yeah. has happened and you got affected. Yeah. Um, and that's when you wait because after the the rollout of an algorithm update, Google will tell you how long it's going to take yeah. and you just listen to the experts, the, the leaders in, in the industry and listen to their recommendations because they usually talk to them and they, and you can actually uh, chat to Google's um, um, people on t- Twitter as well. Mm. Uh, so that's the thing that you would do and then just start working and implementing all the recommendations that were given. Yeah, and for the, for the you know, the website owners that are trying to do their own SEO, what are some of the common mistakes 
that you see made by you know the DIYers out there? Uh, as we said, they will focus on the length of the copy, for example, or they will talk about themselves, me, 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 rather than why people should work with them. Uh, they probably have uh, really bad hosting, so their website speed is not great, um, or their website is probably not mobile friendly, so mm. they would lose rankings and they would lose points mm. uh, on that. Uh, so make sure just you're, again, comparing to the first um, 10 ranking websites yep. and make sure that you're providing better value and better information than them. Yeah, and what sort of three tools would you recommend a DIYer or you know, someone who's doing it themselves have set up um, to sort of you know, monitor the effects of any changes from an algorithm update? Um, so if you have the money to invest into a good uh, tool like SEMrush or there are cheaper ones like SE Rankings, then mm -hmm. go for it, go invest. But if you don't, maybe just do that manually mm. um, and check the rankings like once every week. Mm -hmm. uh, check your website speed by going to PageSpeed Insights, which is a website provided by Google. Yep. So uh, you can put your website link there and Google will tell you out of 100 how much you're, you're getting. Mm -hmm. um, and the third tool, most important tool is your search console. So also look for it on Google um, and that will tell you if you have any issues or penalties or warnings. Um, and the final one is Google Analytics because yeah. that's where you'll see the data, the traffic improving, where the traffic is coming from. Yeah. So what's the one sort of, I guess, metric that you might look to to understand if your content, you know, the new content that you've written that, you know, you've, you've tried to make sure it ticks all the EEAT boxes and, and that sort of thing. What should you be looking for in terms of the metrics to see if that it is actually working? Uh, first of all, you will start improving with the rankings and it usually happens like no, no one knows again, but usually it starts to happen between two to four weeks. Mm -hmm. um, you will start to gain ranking mm -hmm. and sometimes you will gain like 20 positions right away. Yeah. Uh, and we've seen it happen before. Once we uploaded the new content, uh, we started to rank for more keywords. You immediately start to see the traffic improving um, and you will see yourself going up and up and up in the Google search positions. Beautiful. Well, LJ, thanks as always for your expert insights on all things SEO. Thank you, Matt. And it was a pleasure being here. Beautiful. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Marketing Munchies. Thanks for joining us. Uh, make sure you join us next Tuesday for a new episode.